Praise the Lord. That's what happens when the Spirit takes over your soul. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. His glory is revealed. You're changed. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. You see, when you permit the Lord to lead you and to guide you, you cannot walk in darkness. Are you with me? Why? Because the Bible says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to do you good. Are you with me? God's plan for your life are non-dark. Are non-destructive. God's plan for your life are perfect. God's plan for your life are clear. Are beautiful. The Bible says we are ordained in Him before the foundations of the earth. We are ordained unto good works. Are you with me? They are, we were predestined to do certain things. Are we together? Now, when we sit in the council of His word, we receive direction. Glory to God. We receive insight into that which is true concerning us and concerning things. Praise the Lord. God releases and sends His word to us because He has a plan for us. He called us. How did God call you? God calls you still through his word. Are you with me? How do we learn of him that called us through his word? The place of the word cannot be overemphasized. Are we together? It is very, very, very important. Are we together? Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So today we're going to Go. I told you we are in a leadership course. So we are training for reigning. Glory to God. Training. Big time. Glory to God. Last time we talked more of uh, receiving pastoral counsel. How important that is. Glory to God. Pastoral counsel. And we saw that you see it is listening and following the directions from the counsel of your pastor of the spirit can save your life. Are we together? Today we were, uh, uh, I was home and then I was listening to, to a message by my father. And he spoke something very interesting. Some of the things I spoke, you know, same spirit. And this is what God does these days with me. Whatever I talk about, when I go to listen to any message, just there are certain messages. I just put in the message. The man of God is re-echoing the same thing, even on another level. Praise the Lord. So when I went today, I was uh, listening, and then Mama came in, and the man of God had not listened to this message. Praise the Lord, because I got some of these messages. I got them from uh, from Pastor Isaac in Zimbabwe. I got those. Some uh, pastor refresher courses, praise the Lord, of different years. So I was listening to it. And then he spoke something about relationships and marriage still. Interesting. (laughs) And I'm like, amen, praise God. He said something, which I will re-echo for you. He said, you're not supposed to marry someone you like. I said, uh-huh. He says, it is not what you like. 
It is what is ordained for you. What is true concerning you. Praise the Lord. Do you know there's a difference between liking and love? Are you with me? He says, when you choose, when you put that choosing and then whatever on liking, what makes you different from, what, what of the other guy? He says that this is the reason why you find some guy. Some guy would say, me, I like this guy. Are you with me? Mm, because they like him, so we say, I think we should be together. Why? Because they like him. Your liking doesn't mean it's true. And it's the right thing to do. Are we together? So he talked about love somewhere. And then again, he ex- explained some things. He said, you see, some people now, when it comes, most especially to relationships, someone says, but pastor, me, I like him. Me, me, me. He says, the thing is this. It's, it's well, you can continue. You can continue. Wedding is one day. Marriage is for life. You will soon find out why we are telling you not. <laughs> That was interesting. But, uh, and it's true. But you see sometimes the things that are... Why? Because someone is feeling... Ah, he's feeling... He thinks now is the wisest. So he cannot even listen to counsel from the Spirit. What happened? Soon enough after you have gotten married and you have settled down is when all these things come back. Why should you knock? Why God has come for your aid. To build you up and establish you in the life of victory and glory. Praise the Lord. So I thought that was, that was a good one. Praise the Lord. And light shines on our path. Light shines on our path. Glory to God. As you're quiet now. Did I say darkness? I said light shines on our path. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright, I told, I told in, uh, in the group of recent, I told concerning certain things in the, uh, uh, in the minister's platform on WhatsApp, but some people are not there. And this is a very important message. And then, at the same time, others, when you come, this is why many times, if I was to teach something, I said, let people come on. You get it? Well, because many people, when you go and find, many, when they go on a, let's say, a group, and they find many messages, they will not go through them. They just open and read a few, and then they end. So what happens? They have missed all that. Are together? But God wants you to to learn some things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to study and study and study and get better and better every day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What did I teach in the group? What was the title again? Yes? The local church and its challenges. And the leadership. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I was looking at which best uh, title can we give this. Praise the Lord. Well, I was, um, I'm compiling, I'm working on something, but I think, let me call it how to behave in the house of the Lord. Glory to God. I will give us through the light of what I've shared with us. Glory to God. 
And then we will go deeper. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you ready? You ready? Are you sure? Huh? Glory to God. Well, when we talk about the local church, first, a local church, or uh, we will call it still the house of the Lord, praise the Lord, in the New Testament, we see that there is uh, um, uh, 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 um, the attention up, uh, 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 goes from just a building to the individual body, praise the Lord. And then at the same time, the general body, the gathering together. But now, the Bible still tells us, the scriptures tell us in the New Testament, that a gathering where the church comes together, Wherever they are sitting, he calls it still the house of the Lord. Are we together? Are we together? First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Are you there? First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. Are you on now? Alright. What does he say? Mm-hmm. Are you with me? So now he's not telling you church of God and he's talking to you as a person. Are you with me? He's talking about the local church, the gathering together, the assembling together of the brethren. Are you with me? So he says that if I tarry, that you may know how you ought to behave yourself in the house of God. Which is the church of the living God. The pillar and ground of what? Of truth. Do you see that? That is very important. Now, you see, when you pastor, praise the Lord, you get an opportunity to relate with different minds. People from every angle, people that have been brought up from different places, people of different belief systems, different whatever. But one of the things you discover is this. Men love to live in comfort where they are doing whatever they are feeling. It doesn't matter which kind of feeling. Praise the Lord Jesus. They want to just be free. I mean, free to express their feelings. Are you with me? Of which feelings some are not worth coming close in society. Are you with me? So now, uh, when we come to the church of our Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, when we come to the house of God, there is a certain standard that was set by God himself on how things are supposed to run in the house of God. 
Are you with me? We're not supposed, it's not that here, because you think or feel that that's what will happen. Are you with me? There is a way, the, the church of God has been well structured by God. God has defined everything beginning from the gathering. How it's supposed to be. He has defined everything. Go to leadership. Go to prayer. Go to giving. Go to every other thing. He has defined it. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So there is a set standard. Through God's word. Hallelujah. That has been set by God himself on how we should conduct ourselves in the house of the Lord. Are you with me? How we should relate, how we should handle matters in the house of the Lord. Are we together? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Bible says, some people, this is what they think. That's, that's, that's the reason. And thank God. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Thank God. The Spirit of God has favored us. That these things are taught us. Are you with me? Well, because many people make mistakes simply because they do not know. They thought that what they were thinking was the right thing. I told you some time back, and I said, if someone has asked one plus one, and you ask two people, you ask this one, he says two, another one tells you four. I said, who is right? Are you with me? The fact is this. Both of them are right. How are they right? In their heads, both of them are what? Right. The reason the other guy gave you four is because they think it's four. But according to what is needed in this question, it's only one who is right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the other right... The other rightness of the other guy is not needed with this question. It is needed with another question. Are you with me? So that's, the, that's where you find. Do you know honesty? Being honest does not mean you are true. You cannot be honestly wrong. Are you with me? Yeah, honestly wrong. But how can you be safe? It is allow the word to direct you on how to do things. There you know yourself because the word says so. Are you with me? That's the only place on which you can stand and know you're secure. Praise the Lord. Hello. Amen. The Bible says, this is what God says in First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 33. Glory to God. This is God. First Corinthians. Are we there? 14.33. Are you there? He says, For God is not the author of confusion. Did you hear that? Another version says, He's not the author of disorder. He's not the one that starts disorderliness. It's not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Praise the Lord Jesus. You see? That's God. God is not the author of confusion. So any place you come, 
and you're seeing confusion, it's not God who started the confusion. Are you with me? So anytime you come in a place and you say, I'm confused, just know, God is not in your confusion. He never started it. So if God is not the author of confusion, who is? There is the prince of darkness, he's called the devil. Prince of darkness, that darkness I told you is absence of knowledge, ignorance. And in absence of, where absence of knowledge, misuse of things is inevitable. What happens? Confusion is at his peak. So the devil is the author. Now, but the devil works with certain things. The devil has his mother in... <laughs> Amen. This is, uh, I just don't mind this. Praise the Lord. But the devil has his relatives. What do I mean? There are things the devil works with. Hello. <laughs> Relax. Let's go. Let's go. Glory to God. Amen. Now we see, I'm not going, I'm going to give you the scriptures. You, some of them you can write them and then go through them. Or others I will read through first. There are emphasis I want to make. Praise the Lord. I said God has already, the local church and how we're supposed to relate in the local church is well defined through the scriptures. Are we together? God is not a God of disorder. He is a God of order. Are you with me? So if he is a God of order, that means he has already aligned, already laid how things should run. Are you with me? So don't come and try to do whatever you are feeling. You are supposed to do according to the order set by God himself. God speaks even concerning giving. Are you with me? Now, this is some of the things. Someone comes in from the other side because they have studied economics. They have studied this and this and this. They know. They say this is how things are supposed to run. Let me give you a scripture. First Corinthians chapter 16 verse 1. It says, write the scripture. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do you. Are you with me? That is concerning giving. The scriptures still talk about it. Who gave the order? This was Paul talking. He had already given how things were to run. Are we together? Let's continue. Glory to God. What about teaching? Now, years ago, you know, I was following my man of God. There are a few things that are hard. And then, well, because we're... (laughs) There are things we thought, you know, this is religious. Why? Because of the patterns we just had somewhere. Amen? In the religious world, how things were running. Now, I thought that it was not right now for a person to come with a sermon. Are you with me? And read it out. Praise the Lord. To read out a sermon. Or to come and share from what has been written. I thought, isn't that religious? Praise the Lord. But God is gracious and kind. The days of our ignorance, He did not consider. Are you with me? Because if God considered our ignorance, I'm telling you. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Now, concerning even that, it is well laid in the scriptures. Let's see. Colossians chapter 4 verse 16. Amen. Looking at the... Ooh, glory to God. Are you in Colossians chapter 
4 verse 16. Someone is not there. Yes, read. I want you to read that one from your book, from your Bible. Did you hear that? When what? The epistle is read. Did you hear that? So what do you think? Is it religion? Paul was giving to these guys. I just read that and I said, Oh, when this episode, and, and see what he's telling them. It is not that it should be just read yet, but he's directing them to read it even in different other places. That's how the gospel spread. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. It's very important for us to understand. You see, that is a pattern of the Spirit already. Glory to God. Are you with me? God has already shown us that this is how things run. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright, what about leadership? Leadership still, he shows us how leadership is supposed to be like. He shows us how we're supposed to relate with it. First Thessalonians chapter, four, chapter 5 verse 12 and 13. He says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you, and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. Now, listen to these children of God. You see, some people think they are wiser than God. And this now is coming to us to show us the way. Are you with me? That when you see the way, you will walk therein. Are you with me? The Bible says, even when you miss the way, you will hear a voice behind you. Now you are hearing a voice within. And a voice talking to you. Saying, this is the way. Walk you in it. You see, leadership comes from God. God doesn't choose you to pastor. Because... You are the most mature person. Do you understand what I'm saying? He doesn't choose you to pastor because you are the most educated person. He chooses you because of what, you know, basing on his very wisdom. Are you with me? Now, when you begin to look at leadership from a place and position of education, or maturity, you miss God. Are you with me? What will happen? You begin to despise those that seem low in a certain area. And what happens? You do not know what God's wisdom. So what is happening right there? You have missed God. And that is called dishonor. You have disregarded spiritual things. And that character, the Lord despises. We will see. Praise the Lord. We will see. But do you see what he's telling us concerning leadership? He says, those that are what? Over you. 
in the Lord. There are people that are over you in the Lord. Those are leaders God has chosen amongst you. How are you supposed to relate with them? He says, esteem them very highly for their work's sake. Are you with me? Glory to God. Now, as we go through the scriptures, this is what we discover now. Hallelujah. You see, it's very important. Teaching is very important. Are we together? Because it aligns us rightly. Now, the Bible tells us, this is what it tells us to do. He tells us that every one of us are supposed to be found doing the same things. Are we together? Now, you see, I will will show you something here. What we call doctrine is a compilation of teaching that makes a certain belief, a certain, it's explaining, it is expressing a certain spirit. Are we together? It's not just a one teaching. It is a, it is teachings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's expressing beliefs, what people are seeing, what you see, what we believe, and all that. Are we together? Now, when we're talking about the doctrine, our doctrine, our doctrine is not gotten from a one sermon. Our doctrine is what we teach. Did you get what I said? It is what we teach. It is what is emphasized on the, on the pulpit. It's what we are being taught on how we walk. Are you with me? That is doctrine. Are you getting something here? Now, I'm laying the foundation. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible says in uh, uh, um, 1 Corinthians 1.10, the Bible says something beautiful there. He says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing. Did you hear that? This is scripture. He's telling you. He says, I beseech you, brethren, I plead with you, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you. But that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Do you see God's desire? Do you see the mind of the Spirit concerning the church? Is that none of us will be indifferent with what God is saying. That all of us will be seeing the same thing, believing and talking the same thing. Having the same mind and attitude. Are you with me? That's the scripture. Glory to God. Now, so, if that's God's desire, what is the cause of the wars, the fightings, the divisions amongst the members in churches? What causes such things? Are we together? Now, God, some people think that God has just begun recently. Are you with me? So, they think God just begun recently, so things are out of hand. Go read your Bible and you'll be shocked. You'll discover he has unhandled every issue. The scriptures handle every issue. Every issue. He knows still even in the church he has already shown us what 
causes wars? What causes divisions? What causes fights? Are you with me? James chapter 4 verse 1. James chapter 4 verse 1. Glory to God. Showing us what causes what? Fightings and divisions. Are you there? Okay, since we have spoken, we are there. Let's read. Uh-huh. It is from whence comes wars and fightings among you. Are we together? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members. Ah, uh, did you hear that? Where does the wars and the fighting come from? From your lusts. That war where? In your members. He's not talking of the members of the church. He's talking. He <laughs> says here. He says. Whence comes wars and fightings among you? Now we're talking to the general what? Body. And he says. Come they not hence of even of your, that is individual, is telling them individually, your what? Last, that war in your individual members, that is the parts of your body. So the last that are going on in your body are the ones that do what? Cause the wars. What someone is thinking, feeling, and seeing, or whatever, he says that's the problem. That's the cause of both cause. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. But you see, as the body of Christ, as the church, we are called to walk in love and unity. Praise the Lord. That's what we have been called to live in. To walk in love and unity. Let me tell you something. Love and unity are very important to God. Do you understand? Do you remember the prayers of Jesus? Jesus prays in John chapter 17. He says, Lord, let them be one. As what? We are one. And by this the world will know. By their oneness, the world. Our oneness is a message of Christ to the world. Are we together? This is why this is very important. Very important. Now, we are called to walk in love and unity. And guess what? The opposite of that is what? Glory to God. The opposite of walking, because that is what we talk about walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. The fruit of the Spirit. Amen. Love. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. All the other things you hear, patience, what and what, are all expressions of one. Love. That's why he doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit. Are we together? When Galatians, not in Corinthians, the others have uh, gifts, this one, he says the fruit, not the fruits. The fruit which is love is expressed as temperance. Is expressed as patience. Is expressed as you know. 
Are we together? All these things are an expression of love. So, the opposite of that is walking in the flesh. Glory to God. So, the opposite of walking in love and unity is walking in what? In the flesh. In this unity. The flesh. Now, the flesh is walking like the unsaved man. Can you imagine? You say, I'm born again. And you walk like one who is dead. Well, because the Bible says in First Corinthians, sorry, First John chapter five, verse verse twelve, it says, "Whosoever has the Son has the life. Whosoever has known the Son has known what life." So what happens? A man without Christ, a man without the Son, is a man without life. And yet now some people choose to walk like those that don't have life. Let's continue. We're going to look at scriptures. Are we together? The Bible says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, it says, For you are yet carnal. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not carnal? And walk as men? Another version says, as mere men. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So he says, now that is carnality. Walking in the flesh. Let's continue. Now, when we talk about the flesh, we're talking about, the flesh means the influence of the world and the unsaved man. That is the flesh. A man walking under the influence of the world or the unsaved man. Are you following me now? Are we following? Praise the Lord. But you see, the Bible tells us, you know, now, these things are very important. Glory to God. That's the reason why we're handling from different corners and angles. So that you may go and you have it all wide. But because some people have not understood grace. Praise the Lord. Some people think grace is occasional to sin. Or others think grace is going and sleeping. That you, uh, you see, I mean, I, I mean, grace. Whatever I, I feel like doing, that's what you do. That's not grace. That is called carnality. Do you understand? It's called flesh, and it is opposite grace because grace is God at work. Carnality is unsaved demand. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Hello. Yeah. Now, the Bible tells us, now I'm talking about this, the pleasure, what, but the Bible shows us, with the scriptures, the Bible shows us that we were crucified with Christ and our, we are crucified to the flesh. Let's see it. Are you ready for the ride now? Isn't this beautiful? Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 and 25. You see, you see, now this is where some people hide. So let's go there too. 